Perek Dalid Mishnah Base, Sodesh and Iskavsa. The Mishnah is going to begin with a law telling us that if a person goes ahead and he violates the rules of Shemitah and he does certain things in his field in the seventh year, the sages instituted a Knasa penalty that he cannot plant on the field even in the eighth year. But it depends what he did wrong. So the first case that, the, that he did wrong, he still will be able to plant in the, in the eighth year. Sadash in his kafza, we know that a person is not allowed to clear thorns from his field in the seventh year, but this guy did that. Sadash in his kafza, a field that was cleared of thorns in the seventh year, he still can plant in the eighth year. Chazal did not make a knas. However, means that he improved the field. How did he improve it? So the Rav says that we're talking about a situation where it's just a kind of the danger. The government instituted that they had to pay a very high tax and or they were forced to pay this tax and to come up with the money so the, the so they were allowed to plow one time in the field. But this guy went ahead and he plowed twice in the field. That was not allowed. So that's one way to understand it. Or the or the Kahati doesn't mention anything about the government. He just said or a second plowing. He just said that the guy went ahead and he plowed the field to remove the to remove the thorn that he was not allowed to do. So if he did that, or he penned his field. He he let the animals roam his field. And when the animals roamed the, roam the field, they had they leave manure all over the field. So we learned in the early mission that there are laws that apply to how animals had to roam the field in the seventh year, how the manure has to be piled up. But this guy didn't do that. He allowed them to roam the whole field, leaving the deposits all over the field. So if he did any of those two things, that's worse. And then Chazal made a knas. He cannot plant the entire eighth year his field as a knas. Now what happened? A field that was improved, like we just said regarding the plowing. So what happens now? So if so machlokas na beshamay mesilo. Beshamay or beshamay say ain't ochen per se bashvias. If a guy went ahead and he improved the field, like we mentioned with the plowing, then you cannot eat any of the produce that came from this field in the seventh of this that, that grew in this field in the seventh year. However, beshil or beshil still ochen, he may eat it. He doesn't go as far as beshamay. He said you can't eat, even though there was a knas about not planting in the eighth year, but be so simple, you can't eat the, the produce that came from that field. Now, the Rishonim deal with the problem that how could Basil say you could eat the, the produce? We know there's the Chazal, the sage instituted a prohibition on Svichen. Svichen are produce that grows from a field that grew by itself in the seventh year. You're not allowed to eat it. So what, how could Basil say that you could eat the produce in this field? So... So, 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 um, the first answer the Rishonim say some say the Peshat is, is that we're talking about before the Gezerah, before the sages instituted that you cannot eat Svichin, or we're talking about over here fruits of a tree. And fruits of a tree, there was never the prohibition of Svichin. So, two ways how to understand Beshilo. The mission continues now another Machloga Beshamay Beshilo. Beshamay on Beshamay say, ain't Ochen perish Betova. We know that if a person goes ahead, and he wants to eat fruits from a field in the seventh year, someone else's field, he could just go in and take it because it's all hefker. The seventh year, the Torah made it all ownerless. So when he goes to eat there, in Ochem Perashvi's Betovi, he should not go ahead and show gratitude and thank the owner of the field. The Rav says, because the Torah has made everything ownerless, which is why he's allowed to eat it. But if he thanks the owner, then he's showing that he's not eating it because the Torah made it ownerless. He's eating it because the owner allowed him to eat it. But that's not why. You're supposed to be able to eat it because it's ownerless. He says, not a problem. You, you, it's, the fact is, the guy he 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 owned the he 
he was the owner of the field. And you're going into his field, so you could thank him or you don't thank him. Either way is fine. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda disagrees with the Tanakhama, with the way they set up Beishamay Mesillo. He says, Chilif Hadvarim, the opposite. He says that we just have to switch it around, that Beishamay is the one that's lenient, and Mesillo is the one that's stringent. Mesillo is the one who says that you cannot show gratitude to the owner. Now, generally, usually, Beishamay is the one that's stringent. There are many disagreements between Beishamay and Mesillo throughout Mishnayis, the Mishnah, and usually Beishamay is the one that's stringent. So there's a list, a group, a small group of situations where Beishamay is the one that's lenient, and according to Rabbi Yehuda, that we're switching it around, and Beishamay is the one that's lenient, it comes out that that this will be added to the list of the things where Beishamay is lenient and Beishillel is stringent. And the Rav t- tells us, Ain halacha Yehuda. The halacha is not like a Yehuda, that the Machog Beishamay Mishilo is the way the Tanakhama has it, that Beishamay is stringent as usually is, and Mishilo is lean as usually is.